0: So, I kind of put on this jacket because I wanted to look intellectual. (laughs) Is it working? Sure. Come on, be honest.
1: I think the real representation of your intellect is through your speech. You don't even know what that means. You
0: don't even know what that means, bro. All right. What, so it's like the end of the year and all of a sudden you just want to be this intellectual Lewis that says big words and, and fancy You said the big word sentence first. structures. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Hey.
1: I'm the, speaking. The people I'm need speaking, you to be real. I'm speaking normally. Norm, yeah. If you think that's a lot, then what does that say about you? You guys like the
0: jacket? I, I kind of like the jacket. It makes me look intellectual, right, guys? What do you think? I think it's pretty fuego. All right, but Sweet. Yo. Yo, it's the end of the year. He's giving me a compliment. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the In The Fire podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube. This is officially the last episode for In The Fire of 2023. Don't worry, we'll be back for 2024 because we don't stop out here. We're trying to push the kingdom of God forward, but we thank you. And listen, if you've been a listener from the beginning of 2023... Thank you so much. We cannot continue to do episodes without you. And even more love to the people that signed up for the Patreon. We love you. We launched our Patreon back in March of this year. It was an incredible blessing. We've created a beautiful family and community together uh, where we just do Bible studies, pray, some accountability. It is beautiful. And we have even greater plans for it for 2024 to grow it even more and just like, Get even closer with you guys. Yeah. So if you're not signing up for the Patreon, sign up. If you are, we love you. Thank you so much for the support. You guys keep this podcast running alongside with obviously the provision of God. But um I am beyond excited for this episode because this is kind of like a 2023 wrapped for us. It's yeah. we're here to I hope this episode serves as an encouragement for you guys, you know. Just if maybe you went through similar situations or maybe you felt the same way we felt or you just God brought you through certain things in this year. We just want to serve this episode as an encouragement for you guys. And so we want to talk about the things that God brought us through, the things um, that helped change our faith. What what was our faith at this year? Like where were we in January to where are we now? Things with relationships, personal stuff, growth. What was 2023 like for us? So I want to ask you, just to kick it off, and it's a heavy question, but I want to ask you. From the Lewis back in January to the Lewis now, mm-hmm. do you say <clears throat> this person, Lewis, in this time range, has grown in all aspects of his life? Mm. I feel
1: like I have, I think for, at least for me, like a lot of times, like what I love personally, and I think everyone should love, is learning more about yourself. Mm. You know? And I think that's, that's I think that's a continuous thing that you just grow and you, you continue to learn your own habits, your own patterns. Like, why do I do this? Why, like, you know, recognizing patterns. Mm. And so, in terms of like just, I think recognizing and and seeing seeing the things in myself and God kind of showing them those things to me, a hundred percent I have changed in the fact that I am aware and am capable to, if it is if it is a negative pattern to change, you know, mm. because the, we always say the first step is recognizing something, and I feel like we can sometimes kinda low key recognize it. Okay. But maybe not do anything about it. Mm. Possibly. And I feel like what's what the main thing it's been for this year has been a lot of recognizing. A lot of just eye opening things to myself. Like Mm. just so much of that. And I think that's so beautiful and so amazing because like, you know, last year I was a certain way. Now I'm just I have so much, you know, I'm just so aware of myself and how I act and my actions. And like I think that's great. Mm. Because if you're aware of what you do, how you do certain things more, mm-hmm. that's just, it's just, that's just called wisdom. True. And so that is, at least for me, that's one thing I would say. It's, it's something that changed I mean, me.
0: if you don't mind, like, I'd love to ask, like, what certain patterns did mm. God highlight to you where you yeah. were like, wow, this, this needs to change for sure? Yeah. I feel
1: like there was a, I feel like there was a, a, lack lack of self control in, in areas mm. in my life whether it's with people or myself Okay, um, and we speak a lot about self discipline it's very cliche self control all these things which are good but I think I think it's so much more deeper when you see how you really don't have self control in certain things mm. you know like, like there's like mm-hmm. you know we talk about self control with our phones and this but how about self control and how you act towards people you know how about that kind of self-control that kind of self-control like like can you really say like I'm able to say no when my body wants to do this you know what I mean mm. And like that that's that's just like that, that's just struggle in general. But to be able to tell yourself no and say this is an issue and I don't want to do this even though I want I might want to do this that that is true that is true self-control mm. right? It, it reminds me of that, that proverb that says like you know a person, Without self control, is like a city without walls, and so it's kind of like the the people like can just come in and just rush through the city and kind of take and do all this mm, stuff. And there's no true. there's no boundaries, you know. Like yeah. they can just rush in, take all they want. And it's just like there's no there's no boundaries. There's no like kind of just protection, protection, mm. you know. Mm. Because what what is self control? Protecting yourself, you know. Like mm.
0: it, it, that's all it is. So how how did you see? How did you see? Um, a lack of self-control in your life impact you this Mm. year where it made you like that moment that turning point where it was like wow i'm lacking self-control in this place and i need to change Mm. and did you change or is it just a moment of awareness Mm. i think self-control
1: just in my i think in myself you know because like Again, we all want to do what we want to do. So, self control personally, and just like little things, like you know that that are just time burners, time wasters. Those little tiny things that we always talk about. Like, um, again, we can be aware of it, but then like, you know, are you going to do something about it? Mm. And we can, and we have our times, and like you know, we always try, mm. but then how many times do we just kind of like
0: yeah, yeah, of course. fall
1: short, just con- just kind of mess up, and just continuing that messing up. Um, but I think this year. It's kind of got to a place where like, I feel like God is just saying, "Hey, like, like you're 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 above this. Like, mm. you know, this is this is like enough is enough. Like, mm, you know, this this enough. this shouldn't really be an issue anymore anymore. Right. Like maybe before, but be like now it's just like, it's like you know, time to mm. mature. So
0: it, it's as if like God had kind of put His foot down
1: on you for mm. a bit now. i yeah, I feel like it's just been like, cause you know, there's always grace, but then at the same time, we we speak about God kind of being like that coach for us. Mm-hmm. Where it's kind of like, hey, like. Yeah. Like, come on, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's kind of like enough is enough. And enough of you wasting time, enough of you wasting your life, enough of you, wow, all these things. Like, it's time to move forward and like go all in into what I'm calling you to do. Mm. And so that is just like a big thing. And yeah. again, that's why I say, like, you, this whole, a whole, a whole year's passed, right? You, the hope is that you can really look back and say, I've grown, mm-hmm. and you can look back and say, I've learned. And that's it's, so it's, that's, and it's, such a, it's such a cliche and I know yeah. we say it every year people say it every year and we will probably say it every year too but it's facts like if you can't ugh, if you can't look back and say you learned so, yeah, anything. That, that's
0: so scary like, that's that's sc- scary
1: that's scary because if that that just means what have you actually learned about yourself what has God t- taught you right what have you gone through that maybe wasn't what well, you are maybe you didn't have to go through it but God turned it around to teach you something mm. like but you didn't like you know what I mean and so that the scary part is when you go through a whole year, And you look back and you don't see anything and it's all the same. Mm. I think that's scary. And so that's why like just self-control and myself Mm. and yeah, it's just, it's just so, it's just so amazing because God wants more Mm. for us and God wants more for you and God wants more for everyone. Yet, you know, and God is so patient and graceful with us that he, you know, he he takes his time with, with, with pushing us and guiding us Mm. as much as we are willing for it. Okay. Like how willing are you to grow and change? Mm. Right? Like it's way easier to do your own thing. But are you really willing and wanting to kind of become who God wants you to be? Mm. And that always requires sacrifice of something.
0: So what steps did you take personally to take action mm. to the things that God was highlighting to you?
1: Yeah, I think I think it's it's always a battle because again, we always have those ones we want to you know, we, we do the things that we stop. Okay, I'm gonna stop doing this, stop doing this, stop doing that. And we're good for a certain while. Right. But then those weak moments come in and something comes in, um, and you know, something crashes in our life. And so we get messed up mentally and emotionally. So we just want to go back to those things. And so I think it's just been like a battle. And I think I'm, I'm at the place right now where I'm more aware than I ever was mm. because I, I I fasted. And I think just while, while I fast, God really like, like mm, like, yo like this is these are the things you know what i mean Mm. so i feel like after the fast like i was like man like why does my mind want to consume so much mental junk food like why like why do i and it's almost Mm. like why do i i crave this and i feel like i've i've grown i've grown an appetite for this mindless stuff that i have Mm. to kind of switch my appetite to now desire things that will challenge me mentally Mm -hmm. that will that will give me knowledge you know and, it, and do it, it those was,
0: Yeah, it, it was. Um, it was like a a week or two ago that me and you had a conversation yeah. about this, and it's like it drew it drove us crazy because we asked ourselves, why, why are we so incapable of removing ourselves from the vacuum that is the world we live in right now? Hmm. Right. So like we see so many men and women of God caught up with this appetite and uh, of meaningless garbage that causes us to stunt our own growth and so when we start stunt our own growth the enemy just loves to first of all encourage the stunt of growth and then he uses that to shame you and say yo Mm. like you suck Mm. like you really have done nothing and like are you Mm. really capable of Mm. Walking into what God <clears throat> has you. Look at for that you. person.
1: That person is way more better than you. Yeah, that, and then, way and then better comparison Christian. comes in, and then comparison is the thief of
0: joy. Like yeah. the enemy has. That's one yeah. thing that I've learned so well this year, and God will continue to work because that's just how God is. And but I saw the strategies of the enemy hmm. in a different light this time. Mm. I, even 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 the
1: whole the whole thing of if if the enemy. Isn't attacking you, it doesn't mean that he went away. He could just be silent right now, you know. Mm-hmm. And so in recognizing that, like, you know, you feel like maybe I the enemy is like stopping, stop, but yeah, a lot of times the enemy just stops for a bit and then at the best moment he can yeah, waits for you to put your he guard waits down. for you just to like uh-huh. mess up a bit to hit you ten times harder. And it's not even like you know, it's not even when you when he when he causes you to sin, it's always the aftermath that he wants you to just. Yep. Yep. Mess up even more, get down this rabbit hole of mm-hmm. this 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 pit of despair yeah. and yeah. unwanting, and so, yeah, that that too, like right? mm-hmm. recognizing how the enemy, like oh, like i like you when you recognize how the enemy wants to distract you, yeah, and he does things to distract you, and you recognize that, that's that's growth, mm-hmm. that's
0: and that's valuable, yeah, and 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 so 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 for me this year, um, looking back, January was. Was a year that was full of emotions for me. It mm-hmm. was so emotion filled, and it was a you know it was good and bad emotion, mostly bad emotions. But it was a lot of frustration and confusion and yeah. doubt. Like, God, what are you doing right now? And yeah, I had moments of joy here and there, but it was mostly emotions that were just yeah. drowning me out. But um, I had responsibilities. Mm-hmm. But it was as if I was just moving with the flow. Hmm. But what did God train me to do this year? One, he he allowed me to level up in my self-control. Hmm. I think this year was <clears throat> such a strong advocate for, yo, let's get your life together. Like Like you said, enough is enough. And for me, this was like, I'm aware, but I'm not the type to, be aware and do nothing. Like I need to do Mm. something right away, right away. And so, like I said before, God had started to highlight the strategies of the enemy in my life so profoundly that I was like, this is it. Like I've got you. And now I know what Mm. I need to cut out. And so for me, I started cutting out social media, which by the way, not social media in a completely different way. I started to use social media to my advantage. And so I think a lot of times people are like, yo, get off your phone, get off your phone, get off your phones. But if you manage to use the content that is out there to your advantage, bro, it's different. It's different because all of a sudden in you know, instead of watching meaningless Netflix shows and these dumb YouTube videos, mm. I started watching podcasts that were encouraging, podcasts that were like, "Yo, let's get your life together." Like, Mm. this is what it means to be a man. This is what it means to have control over your finances. Like, do uh, this for better editing tips. Like, all of a sudden, I was on this on this fire for learning. Yeah. Previous to this year, I had not read or purchased the book in years. When I say years, maybe like four or five years. Like that, I had not opened up a single book besides the Bible. Yep, yep. This year, listen, oh, you guys are gonna make fun of me because some of you guys are like book nerds and you a nerd have like a nerd, nerd, nerd. But I've only bought like I bought three books this year, but I actually read them and took notes on them front to back, That's both fire. all three of them. And I know some of you guys are like, yo, oh, I read three books a week. Like I, I get it. I'll, it. I'm learning. All right, next mm-hmm. year I'm gonna do three books in a month, and maybe I'm gonna you know go crazy, but. I started having this hunger for learning and growth Hmm. and all of a sudden my mind was so occupied with yo let's grow let's get better let's improve that all of a sudden my my emotions came to a a steady level Hmm. and I'm I'm so happy to say that God allowed me to have that self-control over my emotions and it did it stopped leading my life it was no longer yo I woke up sad like I don't feel like doing stuff it was like Yo, I'm hungry for learning. I want to grow. I want to do this. And all of a sudden, my aspirations for where I wanted to be outgrew and outshined hmm. the emotions that I was feeling in the moment. Yeah. yeah, And so I'm at this point, like I started off at this peak level of emotions in the beginning of the year to now they're at a steady level where I can actually – control them and they don't control me Mm. and it's such a beautiful place to be it's so awesome because it's like i'm not emotion driven anymore Mm. you know and yes there's there's days where i'm more upset than others and more angry or more happy and yes those i use those days to my advantage Mm. but they don't drive what i do that day and so i think i've i've found an extra level of responsibility in my day Mm. That it's stopped me from ending up in a distracted place. Hmm. Earlier this year, I'd wake up late and, you know, it was fine. It's like, oh, you know, I I went to bed late, I woke up late, you know, whatever. I didn't think anything of it. Now I'm at a point where I feel like waking up past 8 8 a.m. is late for me because God has given me so much responsibility and so much work to do that it's like, I do myself a disservice if I wake up this late. Mm. It's almost like disrespectful to myself and to the people that God wants me to reach. Like this is the mentality that I've gotten to and I look back at myself in January and it's totally different. It's totally different. I am incredibly grateful of where God is bringing me to, where His, where the renewal of my mind has been throughout this year. It's It's been incredibly encouraging mm. for me to just live this kind of lifestyle that he's brought me into compared to where I was back in January. Hmm. This is the kind of growth that I was seeing this year. And I I want this to serve as an encouragement. Like I realized how capable I really am that I never thought I was was capable of. Hmm. Before I was like, yo, like I got ADHD. Like I can only work for two hours max. Then I need a break. Bro, I'm doing like, 12 13 14 hour workdays now and I'm able to maintain a level of focus with God I'm I'm just beyond excited for 2024 because with this new mindset coming into 2024 I feel like I'm going to be a powerhouse for the kingdom of God mm. I'm ready I'm ready to go and so me 2024 me 2023 if I had to describe it in three words I might say focused, blessed, and encouraged, maybe. Those are like the top three that I might just say, like, that's nice. Damn. It sounds nice, right? I the mean, hell? bro. That sounds mad nice. Yeah. i
1: say like some discouraged, distracted, <laughs> <laughs> like some dark ones. But I mean, three words for 2023. I mean, yeah. I gotta say, I gotta say, learning. Mm. Learning or sharpening, one of those. Another two words for twenty twenty three. Def, definitely, I would say distraction, distracted. I think, a lot of distractions. Mm, and then maybe, maybe just to go back to that point, uh, I think a lot emotion, emotion led. Hmm. You know, because, and that was one. Th- I feel like I feel like there were like eras in twenty twenty three that we had like one thing that was being focused on. Like there mm. was like emotion. Then there was comparison. Then there mm. was like, yep. I don't know, yep. manhood. Then, <laughs> you know, all the different things that kind of just yeah. came out of nowhere. But I feel like it's like the Holy Spirit. But definitely emotions is something that was a big thing this year. Mm. And like you said, like, you know, emotions, they're very real. Mm. We feel them. We can feel them hard. But something I always say is emotions are very fickle mean, they, they're just very, they, they, they're very changing. They go up and yeah. down. They're like roller, they're roller coasters. And so if, you know, even, you, I say it's in even a different way, way more, way more realer way that, you know, if, if we were to live in terms of how we felt all the time, hmm. we would really, be it'd be a disaster. Be a disaster. Be a and disaster. it's like, we say that, we say that a lot, but how I say it is more of just like if like if you really did that like yeah. you do, you don't want to do that. No. Nope. And I think I think being able to recognize your emotions, understand why you feel the way you feel about anything, mm-hmm. that's really mature. Um and of course like it's not your emotions, it's what you do with them always. Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely one thing too. And something else too when it comes to so we have you know like self-control, emotions, keeping your emotions like not letting your emotions lead you, right? Like you 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 can control yourself. But then there's also like a different view on the flesh because we always talk about the mm, flesh, right? Like mm-hmm. the flesh is like mm-hmm. we always say lust or I don't know anger, greed, yeah. greed. You know all it's like the like when I feel like the 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 reality of the flesh and how it what it wants. I feel like that really got put like put in my face hmm. because the flesh like you know it's not just about lust. It can also be about laziness. Hmm. The flesh wants laziness. Right, the flesh yep, wants. Yep. What else? The flesh wants yep. whatever it wants, and it doesn't. Ha- it's, and it's not limited to just lust and and anger and greed and and
0: whatever. Like, I, it just- I saw. I saw this cool depiction. I heard about it, and it talked about. Uh, these two demons, right? And so there was this this man, and and he was trying his best to live a purpose filled life, and he was you know trying to dedicate his life to God and trying mm-hmm. to sin as less uh, as least as he can. And so this demon that was just following him, he was trying his absolute best to make him sin, and he was trying and trying and trying, and he couldn't do it. This guy just had a lot of strength, and so he goes up to this other demon because this other demon had his guy, I guess that he was assigned to as like just sitting on the couch and Hmm. doing his thing and like he had him drinking and distracted and whatever the demon said how did you do it so easily i can't get my guy to sin and the demon says all you got to do is make him lazy Hmm. that's all you have to do Hmm. because what when the when the flesh wins and it makes us lazy we stay home we don't do what we have to do and then we feel bad. Yep. And then because we feel bad, we're just like, you know what, I'm just yep. gonna sing. And go back to the pit. I'm just gonna go back to the pit. And so easily we end up in a dark place. Mm. And that's why for me, like for me this year was so encouraging for that reason. For me, it, it was the shift between being so caught up in my mind and thinking about things that just weren't bringing me anywhere to all of a sudden filling my mind up with ambition, with like, mm. God, I want I want to go here with you. I want to do this with you. I want you to to bless me in this way. And I want to do this. And I want to learn this. And all of a sudden, that's where my mind is thinking of. Mm. And the laziness just, dude, beginning of the year, first half of the year, I was taking a nap almost every day. I haven't taken a nap in months, months, maybe once, because I had a headache. But before that, I I wasn't, I wasn't taking naps and it wasn't like me forcefully going, I'm not going to take a nap and I'm going to start wetting my face with water. So I wake up, I didn't even have to do that. Hmm. I was just so driven that my mind was automatically awake. I was like, yo, I have so much work to do. I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want to do this. And God, you know, I started doing Bible studies on my own. Like right now I'm doing a deep study with Abraham. Like I want to learn his descendants, like who was Tara? You know, where was his native, like, land? Like, I want to break down the Greek and the Hebrew. Like, this Mm. is where I'm at. This is where my head is at. Because if I didn't think this way, where would my mind be? Mm. Dang, I'm sad. I'm a little fat now. Oh, I'm lazy. Oh, I don't, you know, my car is broken. Oh, my job kind of sucks. Oh, dude, if you do that... Mm where are you going to be all of a sudden your emotions take over yep when you let your mind take over your emotions take over but when your mind is on a drive your emotions have no place you know what i'm saying and mm. so for me this is this is the kind of learning that i was doing this year and listen this, this this wasn't all year like i'm telling you this was like towards the end like this is the last few months that god has been doing this in me yeah because before that i had a lot of roller coasters with god I had a a lot of roller coasters with God. I'll I'll give you guys one example. There was a point in my life this year that I felt really down. I felt like I wasn't growing. Mm. I felt kind of in a stuck place. But what was weird is that I was receiving blessings from God in every angle. But why did I feel like I was stuck? I was looking at the numbers. I was looking at how much the podcast was growing, how much maybe money we were getting, how much money I was getting from my job like i it just felt kind of still as if like it had taken a dip, and the harder I tried, the worse it it performed hmm. and so I just asked God like, is it? Is it that I'm not in love with you enough? Is it that I'm not reading my Bible enough? Am I Mm. not praying enough? Maybe I'm doing something wrong and I would go on rabbit holes for hours of like, maybe I'm doing something wrong. And God taught me two things in in this season of my life this year. The first was that my growth was not measured by my success in numbers. But little did I know that God was actually doing a, Deep, deep work inside me and my faith in him. Hmm. And second, he was separating religion from relationship. For me this year, that was huge. That was huge because it taught me, God taught me that I can approach his throne in the most authentic way possible. That he would rather me say, God, I'm so mad. I don't understand. I want money. I want this. I want that. Instead of saying, God, you are so good. God, I love you. And you know, this is frustrating. I know you're going to bring me places. So I'm just going to trust you. Yeah, the second one sounds the best. The second one sounds like, yo, this yeah. guy's got it down. But that's not actually how I was feeling. But the thing is, when I approached God with the truth and how I was actually feeling, it converted to that second sentence. Wow. Naturally. Naturally. And so there was a moment in my life when I was like just complaining to God. God, I don't understand why it's not working. I don't understand why it's not working. And I got messages from two different people at two different times. And they said, "Danny, I think your heart is no longer in the right position. And I was like, to me, it was like, yo, how could you say that? Hmm. How dare you? How could you say that? And I took it personally, but later when I started analyzing like the last few weeks and how i was feeling i did realize yo my heart is not in the right place
2: because
0: hmm. all of a sudden was yo how much growth can i get the podcast when initially the whole mission was how many people can i bring to the feet of christ and to me this was this was dangerous this was like whoa hold mm-hmm. on yeah this is not the mindset that i can have how can i lead god's people if this is the way i was thinking And so all of a sudden I was like, yo, I need to change my heart. I need to change my heart posture. But even then, I somehow find a way, I found a way to lie to God. Yeah, obviously he knew because he's God. But I I found a way to basically try to convince myself that my heart was different. But because I wanted the outcome that I wanted. Hmm. So in my head, it was yo, if I change. The, the heart posture, then I'll get what I want. So funny. So real, though. It's And so it, God, Very once weird. again, had grace with me and peace with me. And he said, yo, my son, just because you tell me you changed your heart posture doesn't mean you actually did. Because the heart posture I want you at is no matter what I give you, you'll have faith in me and you'll trust me. To me, that was pff, mind blown, like whole world shock. I couldn't believe, I was like, God, like, I'm sorry. Like, you're right. And I had to dig back into my roots of like, God, this is actually what you want for me. And I went into a deep prayer, fasting, worship sessions with God. And I just grew this, this fire for him again. And it actually shifted my heart posture. Wow. To the point where I didn't even worry about my heart posture. It just, God just naturally worked it out for me. Hmm. Did I get the outcome that I wanted? I don't even know. I stopped looking at that. But I was like, yo, like, I really just want to go all in with God. Hmm. Like, let me go back to my first love. To me, dude, oh, my gosh, so many lessons that I learned this year. But it was, let's go back to that first love that we had with God. That first love. Yeah. Where nothing else mattered. We're just like, yo, I literally just want to live for God. Nothing else. I just want to read the Bible. That's it. Yeah. I just want to read it. Yeah.
1: So that's so, so it's so good and and even for those in ministry like even when it comes to ministry like mm-hmm. the lesson of just you know we talk we you know we talk about burnout a lot and I know there was a time for me where I was kind of feeling like just need to take a break from things because the the importance of working out of the overflow right which is mm-hmm. something I definitely learned th- this this year also mm-hmm. of like we we can't we can't get so caught up and focused on the ministry that we forget about him, mm, right? It's true. And I remember there was, I think there was a Sunday and I was sitting in the, in the in the service and I feel like God told me, he was like, if you didn't have to be here for youth, would you be here? And I was like, whoa, because wow. and again, for those in ministry, wow. how many times do we stay at the church like all day? I feel like we've desensitized one service Mm -hmm. That like like, you know, going to like I just I'm I'm speaking for myself, but I think I speak for a lot of people too. If you are in ministry and for you just to go to one service and then leave after, like that's that's such a crazy thought. Cause like, wait, what? No, I gotta stay, I gotta and we kind of just forget, like, yo, how was a service for me when I was just coming to receive? Mm. How did that feel when I came in and then enjoyed the worship and listened to the pastor and then go get prayer and just like be there just blessed, like
2: mm.
1: you know, then what to even be here. And it just made me remember like, dang, like, you know, I, I can't be there. The only reason I'm going is because I have to get this stuff. I to, oh, I have to be there. I have to I have to teach, I have to mm-hmm. do this, I, I have to, you know, I'm like I'm not. I'm that person, I have to do it. It's like no, and and I feel like that's such a big thing too that I'm you know, I'm still trying to really overcome it to just like, okay, I guess the ministries are are, are, are important, but what really is the most important? And it's just mm. me and God. Wow. Because if I lose that, I mm-hmm. what lose, I what lose everything. Wow. Right? Like how, how, how? And even, even to the point that like I have to watch myself. And I remember, I think a few other people that I've heard this from, like other pastors have like shared this, but they have the same mindset that they, they, they go to the Bible just so that they will be good for the ministry. And then it's like, no, mm-hmm. I don't even want that. And when I go, I want to just go because I want to. Not because I want to be good for something. Like, oh, let me do this again. It's like it's very true. And and, and again, this is mainly for people that are in ministry that gonna really understand this. But I would say that too. Like, like you don't you don't have to go through burnout or something, you know? Mm. As long as you stay close to God, right? And 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 keep your eyes on him in whatever ministry has you in, and make sure that you're being filled so that you can pour out, follow that. Because you don't want it to be where you're begin to like, you know, maybe idolized or put the ministry first instead of him. Wow. Because if, if you're not putting him first, then things just get kind of imbalanced. And so that's definitely a, a big lesson that I've, that I've learned that I'm very happy mm-hmm. I learned about. Because, I, you know, even hearing sayings like, you know, be the preacher that walks with a limp. And what does that mean, right? And it's that your preaching leg should be way smaller than your devotion leg right? That I should not be speaking more or preaching more than I am actually living things out. Wow. And even one of our pastors was preaching and then we were talking about how good it was. And that one of my friends or Nico, he was saying how like he saw while our pastor was preaching, he saw or he he could imagine the nights of just him praying on the floor (laughs) and just kind of feeling that power while he preached. To the point that he even thought about that. And so and it's just such it's so amazing. It just, it just and it makes so much sense, but we don't recognize mm-hmm. it until we kinda get to that place where we're like, What way I feel like, you know. But it's so it's so good. And so uh, that's just like a a reminder and also like a hey, check, make make sure I keep this in check for those mm. who are in ministry. Cause it's just such a wow it's a good thing. Like of course, of course he's first. He's of course he's first. Yeah. Of course he is. So that was also but, really But lovely.
0: it's so easy to to yeah. get caught up. Yeah in the life that we're living
1: and something else too where like the when i think that this is from the the the, the episode about the exodus where it's like the the the, the human nature to just forget hmm. and you know it's like it's, it seems very simple right. but when you think about it right all i will say all i'll say is israelites in, in the wilderness the human nature to forget
2: hmm.
1: that god does so much for us all this stuff yet we're just like it, it if we don't stay focused and devoted and like you know to to be with him we're gonna forget like we forget why did god command festivals and and and, and things like that so that we can remember mm. why did he you know tell us everybody to do um what's it called um the blood on the on the thing. I forgot Passover. Like why did yeah. they, why did he command Passover, like the celebration to remember? Because if not, we're gonna forget. Wow. Why you know after they crossed the the red sea or the Jordan River with uh, with Joshua mm-hmm. and like God says, hey, get the stone, get the, like rocks from the middle of the of the of the river and then bring it over there. And so when your kids ask, what is this, and say like, this is when God brought us through the Jordan River, and it's like why? Because so you don't forget. Mm-hmm. And so the whole human nature of like we forget what God has done and we just forget and if we don't remind ourselves that's why we always you know always preach about like stay filled Mm. stay connected to the source because if not you'll just be less aware of the source and you'll start forgetting because that's just how the human nature is that's why so. that's why like and that's a good you know just a new perspective on the same thing of just staying connected to the source always just so much cool things man so much things that we that that you just (laughs) learn it's like (laughs) <laughs> like, it's just cool it's like dang man like so yeah. facts it's so facts like how did yeah. i not know this but it's awesome mm-hmm. and even even the things that really suck because i know for a fact there's people that of course this past year it sucked yeah. <laughs> like hard things 100%. hard emotions hard situations that really hurt really hurt you you know whatever the case may be you know, it's so real. You know, we preach Romans 8, 28, but hmm. when you see Romans 8, 28, that's different. You know, yeah. when you see what God is showing you, what you, when you see things about yourself, like just through any hard situation that you might go through, you gotta <laughs> ask the question of God, like, what are you trying to teach me? Or like, what should I, like, what, what should I, you know, always have, a, always have yeah. a mindset to recognize. Um, And so when you have that mindset to recognize and learn, it's it's amazing, and I right. guess the it might it might get you so crazy that you're like, "Yo, God, bring me through harder things." <laughs> <laughs> but then you're like, in the midst you're of it, like, no, <laughs> no, no. But okay. then after you're like, yeah, yes, bring me through harder things. That but that too, and yeah, we spoke about that before a lot. We speak about that a lot because it's so true. But again, I feel like a lot of things is kind of just walking through it. It's like you know, we mm-hmm. you can, you can always talk about things, right? But right. when you live through things, mm-hmm. it is very different and it's very, it is very cool. It's very beautiful. Cause you're just like, wow, like this is what you mean. And he, he really does like use everything. Wow. To show it's you. Very true. To show very you. Very true. And so if you didn't have that perspective, have that perspective. Romans 8, mm-hmm. 28, like just have that and think about these things because yeah, don't, don't don't go through something and then not learn anything from it. You know, that's, the, that's wow. the last thing you want to do is to go through something really hard mm. and sucky and not not see what God might be trying to teach you or show you or, or, mm. or, or, or let you see. Yeah, don't do that. Be aware. Look back. Mm.
0: And, and don't rush the lesson either mm. because so many times we stick to the fact like, yo, let me figure out what God is trying to teach me. Let me, and then, and, then so, and sometimes like, it doesn't, it takes months, even and, years for you then, to look and, back and be like, wow, that, mm-hmm. that's what he was trying to teach me. And that's the thing in, in those moments,
1: like what can you really do except be like, okay, God, I trust you. Yep. Like, what can you do besides yeah, yeah, that? You can't yeah. do anything. Yeah. And that's why it says like rejoice when hard times come because then, you know, it produces mm-hmm. endurance and then perseverance and then character. And then it's like, like, what really can you do when mm. you're in hard moments except go through them and just say, God, I know you're above this. I know you're good. I, I, I can trust in you. I know you got me. So I'm just going to walk in hope. Mm. Walk in hope. You know, because that's yeah. the main thing. Like, mm. we go through hard things. It sucks. We get hopeless. Mm. Or we go through hard things. It sucks. But we choose to have hope. And so what path are you going to choose? Mm. Because one path will allow you to still function, you know? Like, it won't it won't kind of, like, keep you in a pit. You don't want to be in the pit. No. The pit might be comfortable, maybe, but you don't want to be there. No. It sucks. And so in those moments, like, when it's hard, I think me and, me and Danny can definitely relate <laughs> when it's hard. Yeah. What can you do besides just focus on him mm. and just be with him? trust in him and just hope because that's what all you can and then yeah as time passes whenever he wants to boom look back yeah yeah and then it's just like you know just going through life just Mm -hmm. like then life is and then you just see how life is
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean as you live life as you you live life you see how life
1: is right it's like it sounds kind of dumb but it's just yeah i mean it's true things just i don't know it's it's very very weird yeah. I, I think I think the month the main thing I, I've said this year is your life is weird, man. I think I've said that phrase very um, a lot. Mm. I think I said it a lot. Because life can be weird. Mm. It's like what? Like what? Like...
0: <laughs> but, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think um for me this year this year was regarding my relationship with God, this year was very interesting. Because usually i feel like myself and god are in this buddy buddy relationship where it's like he's telling me exactly where he wants me to go and exactly what he wants me to do Hmm. but this year it's as if god just went you know do it Hmm. for a long for extended period of time and so for the first time in my life i wasn't desperate for "God, god what do i do next god what do i do next god what do i do next But it was as if like God already told me what I needed to do. Now I just walk with him. Hmm. And so for me, it was like, it was really interesting to see this new dynamic of my relationship with God. And so it was kind of like learning to adapt of this like difference where I'm not hearing God's voice 24-7 like I used to but not in a bad way. You know, initially I took it that way. It was like, yo, God, why are you not talking to me? Why are you not like answering my prayers? Why are you not speaking to me through other people? Why are you not? And and it grew frustrating because it was like, God's not listening to me. God just let me go by myself and like he's just hoping that I get it done. But then I realized, yo, what if this was God's way of growing me in incredible ways? Where it wasn't like, It was still a dependency on God, but it wasn't um, relying on him to take every step for me, but instead to take every step with me. Hmm. And so all of a sudden it wasn't like me waiting on God to do everything for me, but it was like, yo, God, you've empowered me to take these steps and I know you're with me along the whole time. Hmm. And when I started viewing it that way, I think I was like, yo, I, I think you learned your lesson. And then he just, I just started hearing his voice more. Wow! but it it showed me this new way of working with god working alongside god that expanded and renewed my mind in different ways of what my relationship with god could be capable of wow yeah
1: that, that's amazing and <laughs> yeah it's just yeah, I, yeah and i think you have to i don't know you have to i think we said this before love your walk right Mm-hmm. Like just, Love your walk yeah. You Wherever you're at Like again Comparison is a thief of joy We've yeah. said it before We're gonna say it forever Like cause it's Facts It is Like You and God That's you and God mm. Ain't nobody Ain't nobody can really in, in, like, Be there You know It's you and him Yeah And then It's me and God And then it's Danny and God mm. You know And so These are all different Yeah Right Therefore, like, just walk with him wherever he has you, mm. and do your best in whatever he has you doing yeah. and then when you when you when you live like that, like um like what thinking in Ecclesiastes says like you know I find it the best the best thing for people to do is to accept their lot in life and then boom boom, and like do yeah. things right just accept that you know whatever family. God gave you, God gave you your family. You know, if wherever you're, wherever you are, however you are, like, you know, God has placed you in, in a certain place. Hmm. Wherever you are where right now, like God has placed you there for a purpose, right? To, that whatever sphere of influence you have, God has placed you there for a reason. Hmm. To be a voice there. To, to, for whatever his purpose is for you. And so what more to do besides staying focused on him and accomplishing the purpose he has for you mm. because that will that's where life is right. that's where life is it yeah. always will be there life will always be there and then when that's and we've t- we always even like mean and Dan, even our own private conversations like when you have God in the middle mm-hmm. like he just blesses everything else right everything else just gets blessed because he's in the middle he's number he's first and when that, we live like that Truly, and I think, I think we just, as we grow, you, we grow, we, we learn how to be more surrendered. Hmm. I think that's it. Mm -hmm. You know, that even through this year, we, I learned how I, I can be more surrendered to him Hmm. and I will continue to learn that. Right. And we will all continue. So it's kind of like, how, how can, like, what has this year taught you about how to be more surrendered to God? I think that's the question to ask. Like in this past year and what you've learned, what you've done, what you've like, Mm -hmm. like how, how in this moment, from what you've seen, from how you lived and what you, what you're reflecting on, how can you be more surrounded to him? Hmm. Because that's. What an excellent question. When you like, when you ask that question and think about it and do that, like the best it's the best for you it's the best right, right. it's the best and he will bring you through things he will walk with you he will teach you he will show you He will open your eyes like and that's the beauty hmm. and there's
0: beauty in all of it and so my question to you is what do you want to see for yourself in 2024 freakazoid jr yep <laughs> yep go ahead bro that's all
1: you what do i want to see for myself Talk about a questione. In 2024, after going through all this, Cruz, <laughs> man, what
0: do you want to see?
1: For you yourself? know, I really want to see Lewis
0: at his full potential. Hmm.
1: There's this guy; his name is Chris Hodges, and I went to a conference when he was teaching. This man is a chancellor for a college. He's a pastor. He's leading a a ministry to teach other churches how to become better churches. Hmm. He writes books. He does a lot of things. And I don't know why, but I see that man and when I saw him and hearing him and, and seeing how he is, like I genuinely was like, you know, I can't, I want to be like that and i never i never say that about a person like i never i don't i don't think i've genuinely been like wow that person i want to be like him <laughs> but seeing that man speak and and what he said and how he'd say it and, and and how he would like he he said that he paid people just to be in a room and explain what church is like people that are unchurched or wow. unchurched. he just paid them to like hey what do you guys think church should be doing and it's like oh how, church should help you find your purpose make a difference all this different stuff and he just like, and when he speaks, I mean, he talks about explaining Old Testament things and and, and explaining in, in a certain way and that kind of built onto his, it's just everything was very amazing and very, wow. I mean, low key, like being like him, man. <laughs> like yeah. in terms of like, even him explaining his, his week that in the, in the beginning of the week, he has his whole week prepared, like wow. whole, whole week planned out. That he has things like a monthly, monthly scheduled things like, and then he talks about how, you know, and like, kind of like when he was talking about his sermons that he would get ready for, like, how does he get ready for sermons? And then, like, he would say that, you know, when he reads the Bible every single day in his own quiet time, he's like, he's like putting, he's like getting, he's like getting uh, ingredients mm. throughout the week. And then on Saturday, he's kind of like getting them ready to like, or it's Friday, he's like getting ready to cook them. And then on Saturday, wow. he really like makes it all together. And Sunday, he prepares it and, and gives it out. <laughs> and I was like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> and then, I don't know, like, <laughs> just yeah. being a, uh, like, that man is in that position for a for a reason yep, yep. for a reason and he got there and it wasn't easy <laughs> definitely not and so definitely not just man 2024 i need i need and there will be and it must be a lewis that is at his full potential full joy mm. full focus because i i see the way the enemy has tried to and the enemy has distracted me then i see i've seen his plans and so coming into this new year aware of that, you know, enough is enough. Wow. And so, man, full potential, full thousand percent potential in everything.
0: And how do you how do you plan on getting there? Hmm. How do you plan on getting there? Tell us a secret.
1: The secrets of getting there, <laughs> I think, as I've heard many times to my face and to myself, just doing it. Just doing it. I mean, you know, talk is cheap, right? It's really about doing it. Mm. Just doing it. Whatever it is I need to do, just doing it. And then, again, I'm at this point where it's like, I gotta do it. I Mm. have to. And so, the secret formula Crusty Krab secret formula I think (laughs) this really is whatever you know you have to do you have to do it if you want to be where you know you need to be at
2: Mm. okay
0: so that's the Louis secret that's the Louis secret yeah I if you have a secret formula us and the family will be praying for you so that you get to where you want to be for 2024 for me for me I want this drive that I have currently to Continue and continue to evolve into twenty twenty four, and just continue to grow and work hard and and I guess the same thing as you, like just continue to grow into the potential that God has for me. I also want to see myself be more of a man of God, mm. a, a a man of dedication, a man of punctuality, a man of hard work, um, a man that provides and protects. Like I want to learn to live. And grow into the man of God that Hmm. that he wants me to be. Like some of these men in the Bible that were just incredible men. Incredible men of God. That's who I'm trying and striving to be. Um, I want to see my faith in God grow to an incredible way. I want to see my evangelism skills be sharpened and Hmm. actually put to work. I feel like um, maybe I've gotten accustomed to talking to the camera. and, And yes, I've gotten good at it. But. I think God also wants me to speak in person to people. Of course. And and to just grow in that and sharpen in that for 2024. But I'm beyond excited for, for what's to come. I'm super thankful. And I know even though it may have been a hard year for both of us, it was also a year full of blessings, yep. a year of protection, a year of doors that were closed but doors that were open at the same time. Mm. Um, And so we are incredibly grateful for you guys and for God and everything that he's brought us through and we're beyond excited for 2024 we can't wait and so we hope you guys found this episode super encouraging we hope you guys um also had a fantastic year we um would love to see you join us back for 2024 we hope you guys have an amazing uh christmas and and new years and whenever (laughs) you're watching this maybe it's like mid july and you're watching this so what's up if it's mid july (laughs) leave a comment And say, yo, I'm watching this in July. But we love you. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for an amazing year. We cannot thank you enough. Yeah. Uh, Check out the Patreon. Leave a like, comment, subscribe, all that beautiful stuff. We love you. And we'll see you guys next year. Sounds weird, but see you guys next year. Peace. Peace out.